Live at the conclusion of another Ohio State win. This one on the road in Notre Dame Stadium. And the Buckeyes found a way to beat Notre Dame Fighting Irish 17-14. to Locked on Buckeyes Live starts now reacting to another Buckeyes win. You are Locked on Buckeyes, your daily podcast on the Ohio State Buckeyes. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. victory it feels and sounds oh so good what is up Buckeye fans welcome to another locked on Buckeyes live post game show this one coming at the conclusion of a game that I didn't think the Buckeyes were going to win but they overcame adversity and found a way to come out of this contest victorious with a 17-14 to 14 win over the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. Welcome on in, everyone watching us live on YouTube. Thank you for tuning in. If you're catching us later via the audio portion or later after the live show has ended, thank you as well. In these post-game shows, we instantly react together to the Buckeyes game, this one being a Buckeye victory. And I think you might be like me. You may have thought that the Buckeyes were not going to win this game. A late game winning dry chip train of scores a game winning touchdown. And we are here to talk about being 4-0 and not 3-1. and We'll discuss overcoming adversity. We'll discuss some things about Ryan Day. But this game was a game that I honestly believe the Buckeyes needed this time of year. You're going up a team. Up against a team that I said during the game and even afterwards, I said, that's a playoff team. Notre Dame is a team that if they keep playing, if they keep progressing, if they keep doing the things that they have done so far this year, that is a playoff team. Ohio State, by the numbers, didn't have the best numbers offensively, statistically. Um, you also have um, the defense that really was worn out and tired during this game, and they still found a way to win shooting themselves in the foot at times, uh, making some bad boneheaded play calls, uh, really some poor tackling at times, not getting the push that you would want on the offense. Uh, Marvin Harrison Jr. went down. There were a lot of things that went against the Buckeyes in this game, and they still found a way to win the contest. And to me, that's the biggest story about this, this game in a, in a whole. They found a way to win. You have a game where Notre Dame seemed like they were kind of in control of the game from start to finish. Yeah, the Buckeyes had the lead, um, three to zero at halftime to come out of the third quarter, um, uh, with a 10-7 lead. And even then at that point in time, it didn't seem like Notre Dame was not in control of the game. It didn't seem like Notre Dame was um, struggling to move the ball or struggling to um, really sustain drives. We know one thing about this Buckeyes offense and this team this year. The opposition is finding ways, and they're trying to find ways to sustain long drives, to keep that opening drive and drives in general as long as they can be. And there were times, I think, during one portion of the second half or maybe second quarter, um, Buckeyes had the had the ball for 39 seconds to Notre Dame's 10 minutes in that particular quarter. I mean, Notre Dame's offense, Sam Hartman's a good quarterback. They have a plethora of good running backs. Yes, uh, uh, Estime is going to get the guy, is going to be the guy that gets all the attention as he should. 
But that's a really good football team defensively. I think they showed everybody and proved to everybody that their potential, as Marcus Freeman discussed earlier on game day and earlier um, uh, during interviews that aired prior to the start of the game, showed everybody that the potential of this team might be higher than what you think it is. But might I add, Marcus Freeman, the potential of this Buckeyes team is even in the face of adversity, even in the face of some weird decisions by the coaching staff, even some um, personnel decisions and groupings that might not be the best for that point in time. They are finding a way to overcome adversity and win a game. Think about what the Buckeyes have gone through the first three games of the season to get here. They hadn't played a game. They haven't played a team like this. And it's rare for them to play in a road environment like that that is not Penn State or Michigan. Outside of that, they don't really do this every single year, which makes this game even more important for the Buckeyes. This game in general, I, I mean, you may be like me, and there's a good chance if you're catching this later, you're like me. You were like me. There was a time I had the rundown already made up for this, uh, for this game, and it was more the adversity, the long drives that the defense had to endure. We're going to talk about those later in the later on. But I was like, Ohio State loses to Notre Dame. And um, the wearing down of the defense that Notre Dame did. And the Ryan Day topic was still going to be a part of this show because I do believe it is a key piece of what is going on with this team right now. They found a way to win, man. I can't get that phrase out of my mind. Like, I, I was not coming on here um, to discuss a Buckeyes win. I fully prepared for that not to happen. Even <laughs> that fourth the short, <laughs> that jet sweep, it didn't make no sense. Um, there were some other things that went on in this that um, Notre Dame goal line stand in the first quarter. Other things that went on, but I'm like, a lot of this doesn't make any sense. The Buckeyes found a way to win. And that's great. Great. A confidence boost. The numbers will tell you one thing about Kyle McCord, 21 of 38, 240 through the air, no touchdowns, no interceptions, 6.3 yards per completion. The numbers aren't sexy. The numbers aren't eye-popping, which is cool. Think about what this means for him down the road. In a game in a hostile environment where you knew the world is watching in primetime on NBC, college game day was at Notre Dame um, the, the morning of the game. Uh, the, I, I was there for game day. That scene was insane absolutely insane for the time I got there prior to the start of the show to all the way to the end. I looked out, my wife and I looked out, we we're like, Whoa, Whoa, this is a big, wild, loud crowd. Notre Dame students, fans came from all over. I talked to people from Illinois and somebody that drove over from Ohio the day prior to attend college game day and to go to the game in this environment, you can win defensively wasn't the best game those boys are tired offensively wasn't the best game a lot of things didn't go their way you had an injury to Marvin Harrison Jr. a book was getting loose the refs definitely didn't help you have people that are college football legends questioning the toughness of your team as Ryan Day alluded to about Lou Holtz during the uh, post-game interview that he did with Catherine Tappan of NBC Sports all things are not going your way and people don't believe in you. And what happens? You find a way to win. And overcoming adversity in the midst of that this time of year, it's great. Got the bye week coming up. Got home coming the week after that. Got a road game to West Lafayette at Ross A. Stadium to play Purdue. You got a game against Penn State coming up, a game against Wisconsin coming up. A lot of tough games coming up. 
almost not most of them will not be as tough as what the Buckeyes endured today. The Buckeyes overcome adversity to beat Notre Dame 17 to 14. Yes, you want the explosive plays. You want a big run from Henderson. We got that a 61-yard touchdown run. Henderson played really good as well. Like I am very hard on Henderson, number 32. We saw a lot of Henderson that we want to see today. Some of those runs up the middle that it's not going to be the same style as Mayan Williams or Chip Trainer. But what is it? Positive yardage. Was he dancing behind the line of scrimmage? Maybe a little stutter or two, but what was it? It was a thought in a move to move the ball forward, north and south, not so much east and west. Defensively, yeah, there were some substitutions. Yeah, people were talking about still chambers and some things that he did uh, good, some things he didn't do well. All of those things are true. The Buckeyes found a way to win. I'm going to highlight some other things later on in the show. Sonny Styles fourth, uh, fourth down, him and Lathan Ransom combined for that stop. That's huge. That was pivotal. The Buckeyes overcome adversity to beat Notre Dame in prime time on NBC. Coming up next, we're going to discuss some things that didn't go the Buckeyes' way and some people that played well in spite of some things not going the team's way during this game. Locked on Buckeyes Live continues after a Buckeyes win. This postgame show is brought to you by our friends at LinkedIn Jobs. These days, every new potential hire can feel like a higher stakes wager for your small business. You want to be 100% certain they have access to the best qualified candidates available. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn. In jobs. LinkedIn jobs helps find the right people for your team faster and for free. It's free to create a job post at LinkedIn jobs. Once you create your, your free job post, add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Similar tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked on college. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This postcast is also brought to you by our friends at DoorDash. Love the convenience of getting what you want right to your door. With DoorDash grocery delivery, you can stock up for the week or order last-minute cravings conveniently. You trust the door DoorDash to deliver your restaurant favorites, and now you can get grocery delivery that actually delivers, too. With thousands of grocery stores to choose from, you'll find the best in your neighborhood and boost your local economy with each and every order. Want even more value? You can save on all your grocery and restaurant favorites with a $0 delivery fee on all eligible orders with a Dash Pass membership. Get 50% off your first DoorDash order up to tw- up to a $20 value when you use code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Limited time offer terms apply. That's 50% off, 50% off, up to $20, no minimum subtotal, and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code Locked On College. Don't forget, that's code Locked On College for 50% off your first order with DoorDash. What are some of the thoughts you had about this game? Leave them in the YouTube comments section or in the comments of this live show. Because my gut says some of your, th- your, some of your comments are just like mine. 
not just frustration, but with the way this game went down and with the way that the scoring went, 0-0 at the end of the first quarter, 3-0 at halftime, 10-7 at the end of the third quarter. You may have been like me. You know the Buckeyes had the lead at the end of three quarters of play. It definitely felt like it was not their game to win. I thought for a second. One play drive coming out, uh, third quarter. Henderson, Buckeyes come, Buckeyes come out, and what do we find? They end up scoring 61-yard touchdown run with Trevian Henderson, and I say, okay, great. I remember what happened the last time the Buckeyes had a one-yard scoring drive. A it was a 75-yard reception, pitch and catch from Kyle McCord to Marvin Harrison Jr. Then you had the very next time the Buckeyes had the ball. One play drive, 40-yard touchdown run, Diamante chip trainer. Okay, cool. And, I, and that was what sparked a string of 28 unanswered points in the second quarter of the game we could go against Western Kentucky. But Notre Dame in that. Notre Dame's a whole lot better. And Notre Dame could very well be a playoff team in 2023. Notre Dame really has a really good quarterback. And one of the hardest things in this game to overcome is a team that keeps your offense off the field and keeps your defense on the field. There are times that the Buckeyes did really good um, stopping Notre Dame from moving the ball. Very first drive of the game. Notre Dame comes out. Sim Hartman scrambles on fourth down. Well, fortunately for for the Buckeyes, Tim Harmon has a ball on the outside arm, which is normally where you want the ball when you're rushing the ball. However, when your defender's right there, you need to try to get a first down. A running back might try to stretch that thing out. Receiver might try to stretch that thing out, go right to left when you're on the right sideline, trying to take the ball on the right side with your right arm, moving from right to left, and then ultimately try to stretch that thing out to get a first down. Well, you're lucky because it's Sam Hartman. He's a quarterback, not a normal runner of the football Buckeyes get turnover on downs. What happens the very next drive for Notre Dame? There's a missed field goal. All of these things help Notre Dame, excuse me, help the Buckeyes in this point in time. Third drive of the game for Notre Dame. And incompletion on third and three. So the Buckeyes defense, and when I talk about them being worn down, they still did a lot of really good things in this game. One of the biggest things that happened. Fourth and short, fourth and one. You think Notre Dame, with the way that they've run the ball in this game, they're going to go out there and and convert this short-yarded situation. Doesn't happen. The Buckeyes defense now. They even showed the replay numerous times. You had Todd Blackledge uh, circling things and saying, hey, you got this. This is a look. These are the guys. Here's Sonny Styles. Here's Lathan Ransom. I like Latham Ransom just coming down, but it's the way that Sonny Styles just scraped over top of the defenders to the end of the line of scrimmage where the running back was and pop. Meeting at the ball carrier, Ransom, Styles, eight and six, combined for a tackle, a tackle for a loss. Notre Dame does not turn, move the ball. And so as much as I look at it and say, wow, that's a long drive, and I have the drive chart right in front of me, um, 15 plays. No, excuse me. Excuse me. Let's go to Notre Dame here very quickly. That was a that was a wrong team there. You got a 11 play drive, 96 yards um, from Notre Dame. For, first drive of the game. Excuse me. 14 plays. Notre Dame uh, didn't score on that drive. Uh, very next time Notre Dame has the ball, seven plays, 39 yards, don't score. The next time Notre Dame has the ball, five plays, 32 yards. They punt. What happens? Now, I won't count the last drive of the game because they ended up uh, um, kneeling the ball 
uh, to kill the clock, uh, to go into the halftime locker room. Uh, right out of the gate, Notre Dame, eight-play drive. Um, second drive of the third quarter, only three. 13 plays, 75 yards. Notre Dame ends up scoring. What happens? 11-play, 96-yard drive. Like, Notre Dame had the ball multiple times for more than 10 plays, and you can look out there and see there was one drive, a scoring drive, um, when Payne scored in that short yard situation, 10 rushes, three passes. As great of a passer and thrower of the ball Sam Hartman is, he connected with uh, Mitchell Evans in the game. They realized this defense has been on the field for a long time. Let's run the rock. Let's run the ball. And with them using five running backs, it was definitely a formula for success, for occasional success against the Buckeyes defense. Not sustained success. Occasional success is okay. The Buckeyes ended up slowing down and not allowing Notre Dame to have sustained success with the way that their defense played in this contest. And while we talk about overcoming adversity, this was huge. Um, this was the first game the Buckeyes allowed for a team to rush for over 100 rushing yards. However, in the midst of all that, they did not have a um, Notre Dame did not have a running back rush for over 100 yards, which I do believe this is the fourth game in the row. The Buckeyes have not given up a 100 yard rusher. That is huge. That is big. We can talk. We're gonna talk about Ryan Day coming up later on in the show, and trust me, we were, we're gonna have our own thoughts about Ohio State's head coach in this game. But the defense, once again, when really they weren't in control a lot of this game, they just happened to um, turn over on downs a couple times, forced a punt there. Um, it definitely seemed like Notre Dame was gonna crack open and widen the lead once they got it. No, didn't widen. They got a four point lead. To what do you have? The Buckeyes found a way to win. That's the biggest story that I had today. They find a way to win. Can we just give a shout-out to Chip Trainer? Like, I didn't mean to go this long in the show without giving him a shout-out and giving him his flowers in regards to him in this game. Also, Mecca Abuka. Let's go to the numbers very quickly before moving on to Ryan Day. Uh, Chip Trainer, six carries for 13 yards. The last one, last touch of the game was the biggest of them all. And how about him realizing, hey, I got to keep my knees up off the ground to get this ball across this end zone in line before my knees hit the ground so I can make sure that I score on this drive. That is huge. I mean, the, the presence of mind and the awareness to know that it's me or nothing. It's me or we lose. It's for me and 4-0 and and scoring or me and going down and 3-1 and one and we're having a different conversation here on this show about this game. But Emeka Abuka as well, seven catches. Him and Cade both had seven catches apiece. Abuka of 96 receiving yards. Cade Stover, 52 receiving yards. There were a lot of those McCord would have back, and even um, Stover could have had over, if he doesn't go down, he has over, possibly over 100. And then um, Abuka, um, really close to having over 100 as well. Whoo, man, this game, man, this game, this game, this game. This is a game that the Buckeyes probably lose a few years ago. It's not because of the quarterback. It's because of the discipline that is needed to win a game in this type of environment. Buckeyes win. The Buckeyes win. The Buckeyes find a way to beat Notre Dame in prime time on NBC. I would love to continue this conversation about the good things that happened. Can't. Some are good that Ryan Day. Some things that Ryan Day did in this game, they were good. Some not so much. Let's talk about the good and bad about Ryan Day in this contest next on Locked on Buckeyes, live after another Buckeyes win. This Locked on postcast 
Buckeyes Postcast is brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook. Snap into action this NFL season with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you pick a $5 bet. That's $200 in bonus bets, win or lose. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is easy. App is so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and more. So visit FanDuel.com slash locked on. Once again, visit FanDuel.com slash locked on and kick off the NFL season. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Thank you, everybody who is tuning in live right here to another live edition of the Locked On Buckeyes postcast after another Buckeyes win. Ryan Day is a coach. Let's open up a can of worms. We're all waiting to hear what are we going to say about Ryan Day. Ryan Day is a coach. The, the postgame press conference, I liked what he had to say. There were times in this game <laughs> That I yelled probably louder and with more frustration than I normally do during a Buckeyes game because of just how boneheaded, how dumb, how stupid. First off, the formation and then just how dumb. Even the final play of the game. If you ask me, Jay, if I draw that up, would I have McCord in shotgun or would I have him under center or in pistol? Probably one, probably shotgun or pistol. I mean, under center or pistol. I am not a shotgun or in short yard situations ever. Third and one, maybe third and two, fourth and short. No, no, not at all. But Ryan Day, the toughness that he preached, what what he learned about his team, that is true. Ryan Day saw, I think we all saw the toughness of the Buckeyes really come out in a hostile environment. And I say hostile, I realize there are a lot of people out there that are not able to go to game day experiences or not are not able to maybe go to college game day in the morning and then um, watch the game in the evening. I understand that that is a, that is a time requirement that a lot of people are not able to um, uh, add to their daily schedule. So I was actually at Notre Dame um, this morning. And um, the scene was electric. I had never been to ESPN, ESPN College Game Day ever. I had been to Big Noon kickoff um, prior to a game last year in Columbus, and it was just okay. The atmosphere was just okay. Now, it was not Ohio State versus Michigan or Ohio State over uh, versus uh, Penn State or maybe it's an occasional Michigan State year where they're good. It wasn't one of those games. No, I think it was uh, the Indiana game. It was uh, Ohio State IU in the shoe last year uh snowed towards the beginning of the game glad that my wife and i um bought ponchos because uh, i didn't i mean we needed something to protect us from the rain eventually snow and uh we had that big noon kickoff really isn't all that to me compared to go- college game day now granted one is a 30-year run one is just recently started i mean maybe five years old maybe and that's being generous saying five maybe five years old. So college game day, ESPN, that monster, the sponsors, the money that's get poured, that gets poured into it. I'm also the expertise to be able to not try to figure out something that's going to work, but also being able to refine something and to um, retool something that's been working for decades is a whole lot better. Also, you have guys, um, Mark Ingram's a good, per- Mark Ingram's a great personality. Pat McAfee fits the show. Pat McAfee is great for the sport. Kirk Herbstreit, he is like my like to me. He is 
my favorite college football analyst. As much as I like Joe Klatt, I think Kirk is that guy. And so it's kind of like you got Big Noon, you got College Game Day, and College Game Day on Saturday morning at Notre Dame, Indiana, where the stadium is, where the school lives. It was electric, man. It was electric. And so when I witnessed that scene on game day morning in Notre Dame, right in front of Touchdown Jesus and all that stuff there, I realized that they're like that at 9, 10, 11, 12, noon, 1 o'clock in the afternoon on a game day when the game is at 7.30. It's probably going to be live inside Notre Dame Stadium, which it was 80,000 people inside that stadium. And let me tell you, for Kyle McCord, for uh, uh, Tui Malowal, Sawyer, um, uh, Steel Chambers, Cody Simon, who got a lot more run than I expected him to get in this game, uh, Tommy Eichenberg, Denzel Burke, Davis, Nick Minosin, uh, uh Marvin Harrison Jr. going down with an injury, then coming back, Abuka, Fleming, who had a phenomenal, phenomenal catch to extend a drive, um, Trainum and Simmons and Fryer, who had a call – unsportsmanlike where i'm like that normally does not get called ryan day really talked about the toughness that he witnessed from his team and that's great that is true we also witnessed one of the dumbest play calls i have seen in a really long time can't say the dumbest can't say the dumbest at all but on what i lost track i didn't even put this on my notes i was just so frustrated and really kind of mad like i said i yelled in a way that i don't normally yell during games because of how dumb that play call was and yes i try to be very specific in particular with the words that I use on the show to describe what I am witnessing. That play call is dumb. Fourth and short to the short side of the field. Forget what side of the field it is. Fourth and short and you're running a jet sweep. Excuse me, sir. Do you not trust your offensive lineman to get one yard? We see you trust him at the end of the game to get one yard. So why not do it prior to that to extend the drive? What are we doing here? What are we doing? It doesn't make any sense. I saw people on Twitter saying, oh, Brian Hartline needs to be the play caller. And I tweeted out, homie really called a jet sweep on fourth and short. Somebody asked, who is homie? I don't know if they're watching the show or not. If they did, they know who they are. I think Ryan Day is still calling plays. That's just my gut. Haven't gotten, haven't gotten any official word about that. But I still think Ryan Day is calling plays. Which tells me only one thing. If this is what we get, did we get Brian Hartline a week ago? Will we get Brian Hartline after the bye week? These are questions I have. They might not get answered. But these are questions I have right now. Because as much as I want to believe in Ryan Day, I think he has shown us, especially with the way that he's calling these plays, one, not relying on the run enough. Two, can't run soft plays like that in that game in any game north and south move the ball situational play calling situational personnel is key i thought in the goal line you're going to have mine williams and chip train them on the field at the same time I, i actually when i saw a 90 number I didn't know it was 92 Caden Curry. I thought it was 98 Luke Montgomery, who was an eligible lineman number, receiver number, to be able to come in and be a sixth offensive lineman without having an unbalanced line. I thought it was Luke Montgomery there at the fullback position. It was Caden Curry, which I've seen Caden Curry do that in high school. Great. I have seen him do the fullback position at Ohio State. I think in time, but the way that, but with the way Notre Dame was playing, 
firing off the ball and shooting through guys. Unless it's a really good defense, man. Like, really good defense. If you didn't have respect for Notre Dame prior to tonight's game, I think you should write now. I think it would have been a whole lot better. Do what you know works. Mayan, you put in chip, run left. There are so many times I'm, I'm watching the game and I'm like, oh, you should run left. Or um, there was a time they ran to the short side of the field, and I think it may have been with Henderson. And I looked out there, I looked at the screen on the TV and said, oh, they're running right. And after that, I explained why I knew they were running right. And it was the receivers lined up in a way that he's telling you he's going to be blocking down. And they're coming off of his outside right hip when you're on the near the right sideline. These are things I'm seeing at home. If I'm seeing it at home, the DC or the defensive coaches who are up in the press box, maybe even on the sidelines, they're seeing it too. It's on film. Some of the things that frustrate me about Ryan Day's teams, they're predictable. And we can see it from with our own two eyes, maybe from the stands or maybe at home on the couch, or maybe at the bar with the boys or wherever you are. We can see it. They can see it. Buckeyes win. My frustration continues. Rewatch the film early next week. We'll be back on Monday. We will discuss its win more, dive into it more, discuss things we learned, discuss things how ways the Buckeyes can get better. And I'm going to tell you this. I'm happy, I'm happy next week is a bye week. Because after that hard-hitting game, these boys need a little extra time to recover from what they witnessed Saturday night, what they endured Saturday night at Notre Dame Stadium, which also is a Buckeyes win. Buckeyes, Ryan Day, Kyle McCoy, they all overcome adversity to beat Notre Dame with a final score of 17 to 14. Thank you, everyone who has tuned in to this Locked on Buckeyes live postcast after another Buckeyes win. You can follow me on X at jstevens07. If you want to email me, send your email to jstevens317 at gmail.com. We'll, we'll be back together on Monday Talk more about this game. Tuesday, upon further review, Wednesday, turning the page to the bye week, not to another opponent, but turning the page to how the Buckeyes can get better throughout the rest of the bye week. Locked on Buckeyes live postcast. Oh, man, it's over, man. It feels good to do this after another Buckeyes win.